All right, this meeting is being recorded and live streamed. Uh, live streamed. Uh. All right, so let's just try and keep it together for like 90 minutes or so. <laughs> All right. Right. I got, are we just going to like ease into the show? Is there going to be any formal? It's, uh, it's a low it's key. Humble, it's a low it's key. The, it's the Humble and Fred Friday, right? Friday. This is <laughs> Friday. You know, Freddie, this is our first Thursday broadcasting. Yeah. Is this even called broadcasting anymore? I don't know. I don't know. We can call it broadcasting. It's our first recording since... What is the long weekend in May called? Uh, Victoria Day. Victoria Day. That's right. May 2-4. Hey, Dan, I have a technical question that was asked to me last night. And Fred, you can answer too because you're, you know, you know things. I had a dude walk up to me and said, hey, love your podcast. Words to that effect. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he said, let me ask you a question. I said, and he was kind of quiet about doing it. He didn't want other, to peop- other the people to hear. Right. I said, what is he? He goes, tell me, how do you speed up the transition music? Um, I'm like, what? His... The way he's hearing it is whenever we play transition music on the show, he's hearing it at one times its speed or one point whatever times its speed. And I'm like, well, we don't do that. It's not something that we produce. But is it's just, I said to him, it's just your, maybe your Spotify is stuck on 1.2 or something. Yeah, he's hearing our voices at that speed too then. It would be impossible to, to separate those. Absolutely. Yeah. Not I regularly. Can't think, I can't think of any way that that could be separated. So he's listening. A lot of people I've talked to listen at 1.5 so they can listen to it quicker. It's too bad we can't do it at 1.5. We'd be done in like, <laughs> <laughs> we'd be done. We'd be done in four to five minutes. There is a, an irregular way of him hearing it that way in that sometimes uh, uh, Zoom will uh, buffer uh, and then play it really fast to catch up. Oh, that happened. So like, but that would have, that would be not a regular thing for music. That would be just occasionally that would happen. Okay. Well, well, he's talking about Spotify. No, no. He's just saying he listens back. Dan is saying maybe Zoom does something to the way it's being played back on certain people's. Although that doesn't make sense. I thought you said he listened on Spotify. No. Oh. Well, well, here's the thing. Dan's theory doesn't make any sense either, because once we produce it, it's no longer a a Zoom issue. It's it's being produced by us and and all the files are being watched. Well, Spotify or whatever the platform is may buffer it. Oh, I see. And then sort of play really fast when it sort of it finds its way back to. How shitty would your Internet have to be that Spotify would buffer? Jesus. Well, and I didn't want to argue because I, I my only rebut, rebuttal rebuttal was the uh, well. If you're not hearing our voices sped up, then it's something else. I said I don't know what to tell you, but it's he, he, his. He wanted to ask me on the down low right. if we were doing this on purpose. And his his name is Steve. I'm like Steve. I did not. We are not doing this on purpose. I promise you. And he and I think he enjoys our program quite a bit. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Did he Thanks, go back Steve. to talk? Did he go back to talking normal after? Yes, he oh, did. So. <laughs> yes, the yes, he did. Freddie, what I miss what you said because Dan was doing a bit. What did you? What? Uh, <laughs> so Dan, thanks, was, Dan was popping Thank in. 
What's that, buddy? Thanks, Steve Adore, Steve. Steve Adore. You know, I haven't uh, talked to my brother, Edmonton Steve, since he was here a couple weeks ago. He's in town for a week producing another one of those. I'm not sure where you see it. CTV, comedy channel, roast battles. That's one of the things he produces. Right. And uh, But I haven't heard from him. He's gone back to Edmonton. Oh, maybe he's one of those, you know, COVID, COVID um, statistics now. <laughs> you know, maybe he up and died because he got the shot. That's it's happening right. all over, apparently. That's right. There's so much COVID death. I don't. The families aren't even being uh, alerted. Mm-hmm. So I go to see my uh, new doctor yesterday. Oh, nice guy. yes. Nice guy. He listened to me. I could understand him. That mm. this, These were key points. No. Um, and, you know, and then I'm telling him I had COVID a couple of weeks ago, and he said, yeah, I'm glad you're over it, and he listened to my chest, everything's clear, mm. and then he recommended uh, a shingle shot, and... Uh, shingle shot power. And a pneumonia shot. Really? Yeah, for a guy my age. I said, what about the flu shot? And he said, ah, he said, I don't know. Really? He says, you know, he said, I'm not huge on yeah. those. He said, if you want to, but I... Highly recommend the pneumonia shot for someone your age and the shingle shot. And then I said, yeah, but how do I know what's in them? (laughs) Did you uh, come on Did any part of you? Oh, no. Sorry. Let me phrase it this way. No part of you when he said shingle shot power. You didn't. uh, No, I I got in a rage. I know what's in those. (laughs) That's right. In those shots you want to give me. Where's my freedom? And he said, well, Fred, you know, it's, you're free to get it or not. It's just, you know, if you don't, you might have to suffer the consequences. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I want a full report on what's in those things because yeah. you never know. I want right? to see the research project. I want to see the research. Then did you go to his diploma and turn it upside down? But I ought to. <laughs> I threw it on the floor and smashed it. Um. Did you tell him that you uh, did you tell him you had a bad case of loving you? Come on. Oh, God, I'm so loving you. But I, I, I just thought how many people day to day have a shot recommended and they say, oh, okay, and they get it. And then for some reason with this COVID shot, the rules are completely Oh different. no, I know. You know what I mean? Answer it's me funny. this. How many okay, you know, well often you go to a restaurant, you say, Oh, I'm gonna have the steak, potatoes, whatever. Um yeah. and yes, yeah. you know that it's the ingredients include steak. And yes. some other stuff. But you never ask, like, what was in that sauce? Yeah. What, are the, what, what made up that gravy? <laughs> no. I'm a gravy denier. <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, I want to hear more about this new doctor. Did, did, did he examine your uh, saggy ball sack at any point? Did no, he? no. No, no. He listened to my just chat. So he just touched he it over to, your pants? He got me to do some balance <laughs> things um, because we were new and he tested my reflexes. Hey, did you hear what I said? Did he touch it over your pants just like graze it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <sighs> yeah. Fred, did. I'm not going to examine you fully today, but I just want to cup you through your pants just to see what's going on in there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> your doc- and your doctor interview process, did you uh, like come up with some uh, really trick uh, questions? Trick question. Some weird diseases that he may may or not know about. Chlamydia. Where do I get it? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was was very pleasant because, you know, my doctor retired, as I told you. So switching doctors can be a bit of an upheaval, especially... 
You know, if you have to actually change offices and change and take your files to a new guy, and this is all, this was sort of seamless, right? Same office, and then he can access my files because he took the practice over from my previous doctor. So I was a little concerned. I might not like him, but he's a good guy. And he, young he, guy. I'd say he's in his 40s. Young guy, kid. He's just a kid in his 40s. Just a kid, very pleasant. Did he? So you were saying you made you do your balance to see if your balance worked. Close my eyes, hold my arms yeah. out. All the stuff you check old people for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Oh, he wants to oh, get it. Yeah, and he gave me a requisition. He wants me to have a bone density. <laughs> no, that's right. Why doesn't he just talk to Doll? <laughs> He's, uh, you want to know about my bone density? It's interesting you say that because my my uh, my appointment was at ten thirty in the morning. Hers was at four thirty. And I want you to have a vote as I could have said. Well, doll being at four thirty. <laughs> but you know what Damn he said? To no, what did he say? Is- we're talking. He said your husband was in this morning. He's a very very pleasant man. That's what he said about me. Mm-hmm. He said I was a pleasant man. I wow. like being, I like being referred to as pleasant. Yeah. Well, you know, on on on, on initial meetings, you know, <laughs> you can, you know, yeah, it must be nice. Yeah. And put it all said, yeah, pleasant. But yeah. Stick your finger up his ass too far, and yeah, you'll oh, see yeah. another side. You'll see yeah. another side. Get him going about Trudeau. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine if that was the scenario was me and I was ten thirty in the morning and my wife or girlfriend was at four thirty in the afternoon. I can imagine the doctor. You know, your uh, your husband. He's a it's very interesting fellow. That's what I would do. He's a very interesting man. Yeah. He's not everyone's cup of tea. He's I was a very a interesting. He came to me. I thought he did with a psychiatrist, not a. a GP. <laughs> That's right. He came did in and I'm a psychiatrist because no. I'm just a GP. I can't deal. With <laughs> some some of the things he brought up on our first meeting were a bit disturbing. Mm-hmm. He, uh, yeah, he's got a bit of a dark side. Um, he also came in wearing a lab coat. Does he think he's a doctor? Does he? I'm saying that in, no in the bit my, the doctor is reporting about me coming in right. Howard was wearing a lab coat and he wanted to examine me as well uh, <laughs> yeah right hey speaking of which yes this doctor in his 40s doctor. jeans he's wearing a golf shirt nice sneakers so you know and it's like I'm sort of glad because it's I wanted a guy a new era guy and I got one it's nice ah uh, so you, you don't know, want the lab coat I uh, no, but I, I was going to say, I, th- I think more keying on the guy in his 40s. My, my doctor, our doctor, Dan and I have the same doctor mm-hmm. and have had, I've, I've been a patient of this guy f- since uh, 1989 and went to emergency in Brampton because I thought I was having a heart attack, you know, like a lot of 29-year-olds do. Mm. It was just an anxiety attack. And uh, this guy's been my doctor ever since. Now, I love the guy, and, and my access to him is is based on a 30-plus-year relationship, so it's great. But, you know, I, I've thought about that. Like, what if, you know, he's our age. Like, he's going to probably retire at some point. And also, sure. that's part one of it. But part two is what you just said, like, you know, sort of a newer younger like somebody 20 years younger than my doctor has got 20 years you know different experiences new you know my doctor's never said hey you want to check your bone density you know yeah um right here i'm looking in the uh, ctv news website six million canadians don't have a family doctor 
a third of them have been looking for over a year. So this is a problem in this country right now. You know, our buddy, uh, Darren, he's, he's, I think, going to be going to your doctor as well because he was in that situation where his doctor retired, but it, the practice wasn't being handed to mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. Where I was lucky that happened. And, uh, yeah, it's a problem. It is it's, a problem. It's not having a family doctor. It's funny. As soon as you say CTV now, I'm like, oh, and somebody else get fired for her, their hair going gray. <laughs> yeah, you can't believe CTV news. No, I'm telling yes. you. You can't believe them. They endorse the vaccine. No, they say you should get the vaccine. Oh, it's, it's fake news. CTV just put out a report that the vaccine makes your hair turn gray. Yeah, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get you fired. That's right. Lisa LaFlam was fired because she had the vaccine, and we told her not to. And then the consequence was her hair turned gray, and we had to get rid of her. <laughs> and so all Canadians. Um, the other thing I'm a little bit concerned is that I have a friend who's a buddy that you know of mine that uh, is a... Uh, I haven't seen him in a couple of years. I haven't had to, but he's a specialist. He's an orthopedic specialist. And our access, our, our mutual friend access to this guy has been pretty good for the last 10 or 15 years. And yes. I thought of him. His name is Michael Clarfield. He used to be the Leafs doctor. And he became kind of a buddy of ours and then a bit of a buddy of mine because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just ended up hanging out with him a couple of times. And mm-hmm. he's going to retire, if not already retired. And that access to go get a a specialist to look at you if you need something, you know, a torn shoulder, rotator cuff, something like that. That's where it's going to be tough because, like, those are hard people to get to see. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. There's, uh, yeah, there's some issues with the system, and I really personally believe it's time to look at some level of two-tier. It's funny whenever that's brought up, though. Because it was proposed by the provincial government. And again, you know, politics has become so polarized. It becomes out of someone's mouth. It's invalid. If the same thing come out of somebody else's mouth, then it's okay and valid. And, but, you know, they were saying that maybe clinics should open up. You can still use your OHIP card, but it won't be a clinic or a, you know, a specialist under the government's umbrella, so to speak. No, I get it. Private, but you could still pay with OHIP. And there's people that are even screaming about that. So but I, don't it, know what, it ex- I don't know what the solution is. But it exists already. I know it does. I mean, it's not widely. It's not in wide use. But, you know, there are specialists that I know that work basically on, you know, they, they get OHIP, but you're, you're, you're going there because you know you're going to pay. Like the services they offer you're going to pay for them. We have that look, system. Look, look at Shouldice. Well, yeah. Perfect example of what can be done and maybe should. Listen, it can't continue the way it is. Let's put it that way. So, you know, you got to get creative. And through that creativity, you're always going to get pushback from for politics. Dan, do you know what uh, Shouldice is? Yeah, it's a, a specialized clinic for people with uh, hernias yes right and that, that they, that's exclusively what they do yeah so and uh, it's a great clinic and you know although i've seen some pushback about shoulder ice in the news because you have yeah um, again i just i didn't realize i didn't know you were going to bring it up i just came across something in the last couple months that mentioned that that mentioned soul, shoulder ice and 
how that model isn't all it's cracked up to be. You know, basically they're saying, because it's Shoalnice, it's a three-day experience. It's a very exclusive place. They have very narrow criteria for who they will perform these operations on. But the point of the article was that like 95% of people that get hernia operations are in and out of a hospital in sort of a day. And it costs this much, whereas Shoalnice is costing a lot more. And my counter to that is a lot of the hernias that are performed are on performed on men who mm-hmm. didn't qualify for shoulder because they're overweight and the efficacy of the operation may not be the same. Right. And shoulder doesn't like fat guys either. Well, that's why I said that, because if you're over no. over a certain weight, not even fat, but over yeah. over their criteria weight. Yes, you're right. And I remember when I went, it was. I had to, when I went and the guy said, yeah, come back when you, I had only had to lose five or six pounds. I yeah. thought it was weird, but I've known people with like big barrel guts and everything go there and they won't even look at you. Same with me. I had to lose like six or seven room. pounds. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you walk, as soon as they're not cutting through that. I am sorry. But a hospital in the. Now they'll do you know, it. You say like if performed in a hospital, they'll cut through anything. They sure. can't discriminate against fat guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, what uh, have, have you never had any kind of ever gone wrong with you other than kidding? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had any uh, like hernia like uh, I still have one, Fred, on my left side. Like I was supposed to get both of them done at the time. This is 20 years ago. But literally on the table, the surgeons were talking to me. and They said, yeah, that one on your left side isn't that bad. We're not going to do it. Meanwhile, I have a bulge <laughs> uh, just at the upper you know, level of my groin area there. And you know, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't hurt. But you've never had any of that with all the lifting. And I would think just carrying around that wang of yours must be heavy enough. You know, I, 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 don't, I had a hernia when I was six or something. And I don't sure, baby hernia. Yeah, baby hernia, but uh, since then I've uh, not had that issue. Well, no wonder because <laughs> you were born with that thing between your legs at that size. It was anomaly. It was it was the heat came out and it was like what? Hmm. And it stayed the same size. It was crazy. Yeah. When, they didn't know what to do. How when, when Dan was born, instead yeah. of slapping the baby, everyone high five. They went, "Oh, are you seeing this? Come on now." He's going to need a special carriage. He's going to need a special. <laughs> That's right. This is this is uh, actually we have audio from uh, inside the delivery room when Dan Duran was born. Uh, Dan Duran came out of his mummy's tummy, and everyone was like, "Oh, <laughs> come on!" You know, <laughs> some kids are grown with big heads. You know, oh, yeah. grow into big them. head kids. Body grows into them, and well, Dan, this was the situation. That's right. Quite a phenomenon. You know, they say like uh, when a child is born, uh, their eyes are the same size that they're going to be for the rest of their lives. Right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Your 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 eyes don't grow. They. And if you knew that, this is the same with Dan. He you was mean born. your eyeballs, your actual eye openings? Come on. Come on. I guess your eyeballs. Okay. Come on. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> your, your eye opening. I, because I'm, I'm, I'm questioning this just a little bit. No, now. your eyes your don't eye grow. Your so eyeballs, my eye holes right now are the yeah, same size. Same size as you were born. 
And really? this is what happened with Dan's wiener. So when my skull grows, that's why I have beady little eyes now? Yes, like this I, is exactly it. <laughs> but Dan, again, out in the prairies, this is one of those things reported in the Farmer's Almanac of uh, 1956, yeah. that a baby was born with a grown-up man's... <laughs> Man size, more than and that. They weigh, no, they they weighed the baby. It was six pounds seven ounces, but his dink <laughs> was three pounds four ounces. And uh, they they came. You know, it was back in the day. Yeah, when you could you know actually show that stuff off. They sure. came from near and far, miles see. around, miles yeah. around. They came that summer. A couple summers later at Klondike Days, the Edmonton Fair, Dan's yeah. parents were asked if they wanted to display <laughs> in one of the freaks. <laughs> two bits to get around that curtain to have a look. Oh, boy. The baby with I the grown I man's really, wiener. I really can't wait to see the docuseries that uh, Fred's going to be writing and producing mm. of my life. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait either. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. So that's what happened uh, a long time ago in uh, Didsbury, Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> Didsbury. He you plays know, right along. Here. All roads lead to Dan's wiener on this show. <laughs> all roads lead to Dan's wiener. No. Hey, we got a pretty good show either day. What's that, Dan? You drive in there now on the sign. Eh? What is it? Dinsbury thing. Didsbury. Yeah. Didsbury. Didsbury. Home of Dan's, of the birthplace of the boy with the giant wiener. <laughs> you don't, you didn't know, like you're, you know what does continue to grow throughout one's life? <laughs> Nose and ears, right? Nose and ears. What? Yeah. Your oh, yeah. ears and your nose, le nez and les, les oreilles, ears and nose, as I, I somehow I remember that from French, they continue to grow, which is why oftentimes you'll see older people with giant fucking ear flaps right. and their you know, noses continue to grow. You just want to slap them. <laughs> you just oh. want to say, what are you doing? I'll tell you one thing is I've noticed in my 60s, my nails grow a lot quicker than they yeah. ever have. And they're, and they're harder than they reason, used to be. What is that all about? Yeah. And they're br- not brittle, but they're, they're tougher. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, I they're stronger. I look down and I've got to cut these things again. This what is about? What I say. I've got to cut these things again. Oh, this is incredible. This is what I say. Is that what you, did you say that to your doctor? Doctor, what's going on with my nails? <laughs> new doctor. Doctor, new guy. Oh, he! I can't wait for how many visits before you know that guy that I thought initially was quite pleasant. <laughs> Remember that guy? What happened to him? Oh, that's so wrong. I'm not like that. What about your toenails, your talons, your your claws? Same thing. They fucking grow. They're Same hard. Thing. When you cut your toenails, where do you put? How do you do it? What's my methodology? Where do you, where do, you do it? It's very simple, Fred. I have a nail cutter. I put mm-hmm. one foot over the corner of my uh, toilet, my basin, yep. so and I, I clip them into the toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. Dan Duran. Dan Duran, do you have somebody do it for you? No, Is no, I, I, I usually do it outside somewhere. Outside. Where people I thought you got Clifford to chew them. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second. You go outside, like, over what, to where Fred's having lunch and just click them into the salad, into the corn salad? Yeah, exactly. Where any, we can find a, an audience. Nobody's watching. I just wait. Sometimes those buggers, they can fly. I'll tell you, they can fly. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Sometimes Um, I I go to the end of the dock and I I dangle my feet in the water for a while, soften them up. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. Cutting their feet on zebra mussels, it's your nails. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It is remarkable how, not the word brittle, but they're very. 
have just become tougher, it seems. Yeah, it's just hardening. It is weird. Like what? Obviously, there is an explanation for that. But huh. like, how do your nails know that you're getting older or whatever? Like, just it's weird. I had my foot up on the toilet once cutting my nails and Delise observed this. She wouldn't do that. She gets her little tissues and does it all. You know, she can bend over and just do it nice and they go into the tissue and then she disposes of it in the garbage. Mm. But I had it up on the toilet and she said, uh, now you're going to wash your foot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Makes sense, though. I, I, I guess. You're but, not coming well, to my, bed with that foot. No. Well, my ass cheeks aren't dirty. You know. But my ass cheeks are dirty. Um, Your ass cheeks yeah, touch but, the toilet uh, seat. Yeah, not my rim on the toilet seat. Well, that would be weird. It's like a dog dragging your rim around the toilet seat. Yeah. But uh, no, it's also just the various airborne poop air, you know, and air, yes. you know, bits of this and that that go flying out of your keister when you're making your evacuation. So I got a light yeah, wipe and I did my foot, the bottom of my feet. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I, I I here's the thing. I'm seeing a dermatologist for the first time in many years in a couple of weeks, and I was just Why? looking at my calendar. Here. Well, I think everyone should. What made me think of it when I said having access to a guy like Clarfield, a specialist has been pretty convenient for all of us and friends of mine and yours mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we've sent to him. But mm-hmm. to see a specialist, like it's taken me three or four months to get this appointment. And uh, I don't know if you guys, well, we didn't play golf this summer, but what I've done this summer is I, they have these uh, sleeves you can buy that are, you just, they're sort of white, Material and you just wear them over, all the way up your arms. They're like it's like lightweight long sleeves, and I've been wearing them all summer. And a lot of guys wear them now. And I've noticed, and maybe you guys have around the park or people up north, a lot more of my peer group, men and women, but most of the guys hang are, hang with their male golfers are wearing wider brim, brimmed hats. Mm-hmm. Where, a lot more, not just like I spray sunscreen, but I've seen a lot more people wearing. Uh, like that thick white, sort of a, a a real serious layer of sunscreen, and a lot more guys wearing sleeves. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm a little nervous to go see this specialist is, uh, you know, I know I've got some stuff after fifty plus years of, you know, summers in the sun. I, I know there's some things I need to have looked at, which is one of the reasons I made the appointment. Well, I've been to a, I've been going to a dermatologist uh, frequently over the past couple of years because of those growths that I was getting all over me. <laughs> I forgot. For, remind me again. There was a growth that we those talking little about. Little volcano looking things. Yeah, the They're things gross. you had to get lanced. Pussy, pussy volcano. Oh, that's right, pussy volcano. I forgot. And the that thing bit. is, they, you know, I continuously get biopsies on them, and I'm mm. clean. But they say, you know, this, these things are actual precancerous. They can turn into cancer i've been lucky they haven't been but seriously you're playing with fire uh with the sun too much because even my arms when you look at them they're pretty spotty yeah yeah well so uh yeah it's something to to think about i've got some uh, precancerous 
stuff going on on the top of my head. It's called uh, precancerous keratosis. And I've had it for about three years. And it comes and goes. It flares up. I have the scream I put on it. But it basically is, you know, exposure to the sun over the course of my life. And it's basically a little itchy bumps that kind of come and go. And I put the cream on it. It heals for a few days. And anyway, I just don't think it's the kind of thing I should not have looked at, you know? Yeah. Did you say itchy bumps or itchy bum? <laughs> you itchy bum? That's you right. I'm, I'm going to go to the chiro- the the dermatologist. He's like, "What's your problem, Mister Glassman? Itchy bum. My bum is itchy." <laughs> you know, yeah, when we were kids, do. remember the thing, cowboys and Indians. You'd play cowboys and Indians, mm-hmm. and nobody thought anything of it. Well, in our neighborhood, it was cowboys and itchy bums. We used to say that. Oh, we're going to play cowboys and itchy bums. That was a thing. Why did you call them itchy bums? I have no idea. It was just something we would say. Really? And how, and in, in the year 2022, looking back, how disrespectful that was. Two itchy bums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Cowboys and itchy bums. Remember, like, it was, why do I remember stuff like that? Like, it's... And then again, I can hardly remember where you live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, uh, I can't. Okay, we're going to get started here. But I, I, I mentioned this to you guys. I think maybe I talked about it with Dan, how I was on my way home on Monday, Labor Day. And forgot how to get there. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I had no idea where to go. No, I, it was the, I told you, it was like the 12th day of 13 days that I had golfed. And I was exhausted. I'd, I'd slept pretty well, but I got up early. I played all day. It was a nice day. I walked. I hung out with my buddy Fraser. And when Fraser left, I hit some more balls. I was working on something. I was feeling great. And I'm on my way home from Milton. Mm-hmm. And I get to, uh, if it's the 401 West for you people who don't know. It's basically about 35 minutes from where I live. About 10 minutes into the journey. This is Monday afternoon, Labor Day. Traffic was pretty medium for a holiday Monday and I got to Trafalgar and I'm like I'm falling asleep like I was starting to feel like dozy and so I I got off the the highway at Trafalgar Dan and the first place I came across was a Tim Hortons drive through I'm like uh, perfect and for about I did a Dan Duran about 20 25 minutes I uh, mm-hmm. put my uh, I had a, a warm-up jacket I put it over my eyes laid down Slept for a good 20, felt great, got back, and uh, off I went. Wow. I may be wrong, but I believe you've told this story on the show. No, because I've had an, I did it again. I did it another one. Oh, you did one. it again? This is oh, my second. So, yeah. so this is chronic. <laughs> yeah. I did tell. I told the story coming right. back from your place. I had to stop at the uh, park and ride or the whatever oh, that. Okay. I just, I, I, I stopped. I got off the one fifteen thirty five to have a nap in the middle of the day. And then this Great happened. you on the roads. <laughs> I know. Jesus. At least I had the presence of mind because, you know, it was that kind of feeling where I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it home without having it be, re- you know, like keeping my eyes open. This wasn't this wasn't late at night. It was just yeah. Why are you fighting it? So you three in the after. Nap. It was three in the afternoon, and I'm like, Did Grandpa needs a nap. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I don't think I'd do a, a Tim Hortons because it's too like you know. I always think somebody's going to knock on my window to make sure you know do a, do a wellness check or something. So I, I find a residential street. Mm-hmm. Or a little, 
access uh, to a farmer's field or something like that. It's a little more secluded. Oh, oh, you think it's better on a residential street with the children walking by? Why is that old <laughs> man <laughs> sitting there the laying? Who knows? With one, Maybe you get a sleep boner. And they're like, what the hell? What is that? <laughs> There's a man on the street. Okay, There's part, something part in his Tim pants. Yes. Good choice. Tim Hortons. Go. We're not sure what's in his pants, but it can't be human. Dan's, the dad says don't park at Tim Hortons simply because he doesn't like their coffee. He finds it offensive. Oh, yeah. That's it. It doesn't reach. It doesn't meet his standards. So would it be all right to park in a Starbucks stand? Well, I'd have the same concern. You know, this, okay. it's too busy. How about a Jimmy's? Know? A Jimmy's coffee. They're pretty good. Um, <laughs> by the way, I, I want to get the show started here. About a, and, okay. and I do want to ask you guys a question. Some, okay. I have a legitimate question. Uh, Dan just reminded me. Uh, and now here's Dan. Okay, Dan. This episode of Humble and Fred mm-hmm. is being broadcast to the world from the Humble and Fred studios in Toronto and in Toronto and in Brampton. And is brought to you by Bodog, Gig Sky, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, and GoDaddy. Also, contest alert, today we're giving away tires from Continental Tire Canada. And now, here are two men who are only one bad weather day away from leaving the country and declaring, I'm too old to weather the weather. It's humble and pleasant man Fred. Oh, he's very, very pleasant. Very pleasant. Very pleasant. <laughs> What's that, buddy? Well, I've been called a nice guy before, and that's okay, but pleasant. It just rings with me. Pleasant man. Uh-huh. For years, I've been trying to achieve that status, and I think I may be there. <laughs> Your new superpower. Uh, listen, one pleasant encounter doesn't give him superpowers. Come on. Howie, howie, I'm holding on to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, before you go, uh, this program has been brought to you by GoDaddy. It powers small business and entrepreneurs uh, for over 25 years, as you know, servicing 20 million customers just like you who uh, didn't know where to go, wanted to start a side hustle, a business, some great idea they were sitting on. Maybe you're that person now. Join them at GoDaddy because that's where you go. Uh, to get a domain, create a website, and every uh, everything else you need to get your business online. In fact, no credit cards even required. You can get your website started for free right now. Go to GoDaddy today. Visit GoDaddy.ca to learn more because there's been no better time than now to get yourself and your domain, your website, all that up and running with the GoDaddy's free and friendly 24-7 support. They'll be helping you all the way. Visit GoDaddy.ca to learn more. Fantastic. Uh, so Dan brought up something I had meant to ask you two about, and it's a great uh, phrase: the wellness check. Because in the summer, when we weren't doing a lot of shows, you know, a week or so would go by, sometimes two, and I wouldn't really interact with you two. And because uh, you're sort of the daily cornerstone of, you know, my existence. I see you two. You see me in the morning. And then after that, we all go our separate ways. But there were several times during the summer where I'm like, if I don't see Dan and Fred and Charlie and Spencer aren't expecting a call from me, um, I'm not seeing them say maybe till later in the week. It's a Monday. No one knows where I am. You guys don't know. Ex-wife, ex-girlfriends, children. Literally, there are many days where there is no wellness check mechanism. So 
Like, I could be dead for days. And unless there was a show, no one would know. Yeah. Yeah. So would that's like fucking wellness, it. Just, more regular wellness I would check. like some like wellness. I, I want a wellness check-in system. Okay. So you would... I, to me, the monitor would be you don't show up at the golf course. People think, well, that's no, he but show up to the golf course and he, <laughs> no. he's here every day, sometimes twice. No, no, there's not that there. This is haha, but there's nobody there. Now, if I didn't show, I'm, if I didn't show up yesterday for my time, I, you know, someone might call and say, oh, I couldn't get a hold of Howard. He just didn't show up. There's no one wellness right. checking me. You're my wellness check. Right. Okay. I got it. Thank you, you Dan. You got to start doing. Uh, a wordle every day and then you're sharing the wordle and we can see how you're doing no, it was, no I can and rather. then we know that you know if you, you've done i'd rather be dead i'd rather be dead <laughs> why and do the fucking i do wordle every day uh, plus i do word well yeah but you're a pleasant man mm-hmm. <laughs> superpower i do wordle and word hurdle which is six letters every yeah. day and i share it with my uh, family we have fun. Oh, that's fantastic. See? Maybe you're right, though. Maybe I should start some kind of thing where... hmm Like, there are literally days that go by that nobody in my immediate... I would say in my family. In my family. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where I am, what I'm doing. Well, what's the big deal? If you died, you're dead anyway. I mean, whether they knew 10 minutes after you died or... 10 days after you die the only difference is the stink and the fact that stan will have eaten parts of my face yeah <laughs> well i'd rather that you know what about what if i just got what if i fell or i was sick i had a i was just sitting in the floor and i was suffering no one would know i'd just be some old suffering dead man when you're in the in the condo there do you do you usually have your phone on your person, or do you put it somewhere? I usually have it with me. Well, there's no the case. Of, yeah, well, what am I? I'm dead, but I call someone just before. Hey, the FYI. It doesn't matter. You, you just said, what if I fall and I'm hurt or am I injured and I can't? All right. That's, that would. Mm. Then you've got Alexa or the Google thing or something. You could go, hey, something, and then, you know, I don't want to activate everybody's device. Oh, that's device, right. But, you could do that. Hey Google, can you? Con- <laughs> hey, does that work? Could you say that? Hey Google, contact nine one one. I'm sure you can. And that's now everybody that's right. listening. <laughs> hey Google, <laughs> there. Howard's fallen and he can't get up. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. I just thought I just want you to know. Sometimes I worry that you know I don't check in with you guys. Right, you it's, know? it's a cry for help. So we'll uh, we'll you know pay more damn. attention. It's just hey. one of the many cries for help. <laughs> Quickly here, just be glad you're alive. I just uh, want to mention this. In my early sports casting years, when I used to go cover games in the uh, press boxes, there was a a pleasant, yes, pleasant man named Fred Locking. Oh yes, worked for CFRB News Talk 1010 now, and he was he worked under Bill Stevenson, who you knew quite well, Howard, yeah, I believe, years ago. Uh, yeah, and uh, just a pleasant guy, and was a very straight-laced sportscaster, just gave you the news, and that's all there was to it, with this big, booming voice. And I see that he died a couple of weeks ago, age 73, in Belleville, and I feel a little melancholy, because yeah. 73 is young, and, and, and he was in. That, I was say, he was a name you grew up with. He was a, yeah, because I would, I heard him, he started, I think, in the early 70s at CFRB, so... 
he was a guy that I had heard and then uh, then Matt and he was a nice guy and very pleasant and used to get a kick out of us young guy, younger guys and especially like me and Gallagher guys that worked at the FM rock stations and yeah. have more a little more fun with our sports casts and it was uh, it was uh, again nice guy 73 young has passed away Fred Lockett uh, just a quick question. How long was he dead before he was discovered by friends and family? <laughs> I don't have that information. I just don't want to be laying around here dead for weeks. No. And uh, Where's Howard? Oh, right. No. We were supposed to check in our wellness check. He died at the Belleville Hospital, so I'm sure he was surrounded by friends and family. All right. Uh, Dan Duran's news will uh, be uh, part of our program. When Dan comes back, by the way... We're going to be giving away these Continental Tires. We've been talking about them all week and last week, too. They're sweet rides, bro. Bro. I can't believe I'm starting to be a guy that says bro. (sighs) Anyway, uh, it's all part of Drive Festival. It's going on this weekend at Mosport. Drivefestival.com is where you find out information about that. Uh, These are a set of four tires. Value... Eighteen hundred dollars. Everyone was entering the contest. Facebook emails. Uh, by the way, we're going to get to some of your emails in a second. And uh, Instagram. All you have to do is tag at Conta Canada. I'll tell you what. Dan's coming back in a half an hour. Go to any of those. Go to Facebook now if you want, and if you want to go to Instagram. Uh, we will uh, announce some winners in about twenty minutes. But you got a couple more chances here, so go do it. Uh, and uh, all you have to do is tag at Conta Canada. Freddie, what about you today? Well, it's funny. I'm sitting in this room and I, this, uh, my rec room, and this is where I watch sports over the winter. And now that the fall is here and the NFL season starts tonight, I'm going to do a little cleanup here today because I haven't been sitting down here all, uh, all summer long. And tonight on that TV over there, I'll be watching the Bills and the Rams. Look forward to it. Can't do that upstairs. Delise has no interest in the NFL. And uh, the Buffalo Bills are a two-and-a-half-point pick. Still, it's been uh, that line all week long has not moved. The Bills favored to beat the Rams tonight. Where do I get this, Bodog, where you can wager on all the NFL games? Uh, whether you're a sports better, a horse racing fan, a poker casino player, Bodog, your number one source of online gambling entertainment. From their industry-leading odds, world-class sports book, and feature-rich poker room to their fully loaded casino and race book, Yeah, they've been providing Canadian players with an unparalleled gaming experience since 1994. That is Bodog. It is Bodog. It's very cool. And uh, I had circled uh, Bills v. Rams. Yeah. I might uh, check that game out tonight. I just want to... I'm curious how how it looks. And as I said yesterday, I was... Sort of interested to see how uh, everyone is picking them. They are Super Bowl bound, according to several prognosticators. But I have one last question before we get off the bills. How how would you say football versus the other majors, baseball, hockey, and basketball? How um, certain can you be? When picking a favorite in that sport versus others, and I guess you know what I'm kind of getting at, like, yeah, they're the oh, favorites. Their 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 betting line is far uh, better than everyone's. Yes, but it's 16 regular season games. 17. 17. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. You know, Howard. I'm going to be honest. I can't answer it. I 
I, I don't know. One thing I will about, say about the NFL, it is the one sport where the magic of the NFL is, you know, you have your favorite baseball team, hockey team, even basketball team, to sit down and watch two teams you don't care about is sort of difficult. There's something about the NFL that even if it's not your favorite team playing, there's an attraction, and I think it has to do a lot of it with wagering, but I just can't explain that part of it. You know what I mean? And I'm that way. I mean, I, I can't sit and watch the Islanders play the Flyers, but I'll watch, you know, I'll watch the Eagles uh, play the Jets. <laughs> I... I, I can't, Isn't I, I that can't interesting. explain that aspect yeah. of it. <laughs> I, I'm, and the reason I came up with that question, because, you know, at the beginning of a season, they'll say, okay, you know, the Jays, you know, this is where we think they will. Yes. They'll end up. And a lot of times that's kind of where they end up, you know, based on, mm-hmm. the, you know, all kinds of factors. Same with hockey. Although it, <clears throat> it can be poison. I was listening to one of the sports channels yesterday and they had, a guy on from Buffalo, a sports reporter from Buffalo, and he says everybody in that city's nervous. The mm-hmm. fact that the Bills pretty much unanimously have been picked to world, win the Super Bowl, they find that scary because they've been conditioned to um, whatever can go wrong will go wrong. Mm-hmm. Something along the way will screw this up. Wide right. Exactly. They even said that. And it's like they don't like it. You know, it's like in, in the NHL, the team that usually wins the President's Trophy finished first overall rarely wins the, the, wins the Stanley Cup. You know, it, whatever that is. Well, I mean... In, in Buffalo, they, again, they're very nervous. With the, with the focus that they're getting, they would just rather be flying under the radar. Yeah, I mean, psychologically, as a professional athlete, you're supposed to be able to put that behind you. And mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah. When expectations are that high, I suppose you have to remind yourself, well, they're that high because of how good we are. But I'm not, you know, I know if you think I'm being facetious, but I've been talking about the bills because I thought, you know, I got nothing to do tonight. There's no golf on right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something I've been looking forward to. Yeah, just because and I'm not a huge NFL fan. I've been I've been a Mm -hmm. Bills fan off and on. I enjoy the game. I enjoy watching it. But I right. thought, what would it be like if I had a little bit of skin in the game during this season? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm watching them every week, but I thought, well, maybe I would check it out tonight because di- I did enjoy watching them play in the playoffs last year, or, even though they lost to Kansas City. Did they not? Yeah. Remember, okay. they had the lead with 13 seconds to go. Right. And this is where it comes from in Buffalo, because even I, yeah. imagine everyone in Buffalo, there's only 13 seconds left. We got a six-point lead or whatever it was. Right. There's no way. We can't blow this. We've got it. And they, and they lost in overtime. <laughs> I know. That's right. Well, what, you know, I, Buffalo. I believe it was overtime. Was <laughs> Buffalo is like Western New York Leafs. The yeah. Buffalo Leafs. Mm-hmm. Four times, by the way, if, you're, if you don't know the story, go. I'm sure you do, but they went to the Super Bowl. Four years in a row? Yes, consecutive, yes. Did not win no. any of them. No. That's ludicrous. When you talk about wide right, I, I believe, and of course I don't know. I think if that if that ball had gone through the uprights, they probably would have won two or three of those Super Bowls. Sure. But four times. I don't even know. Is there a, a comparable... 
I can't. I, I don't know no. of a hockey team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals four times, four years in a row, and lost all of them. No, no, I can't either. There was a kid uh, a few years ago that finished. Hmm. Well, actually, there was a kid this year finished second mm-hmm. in three of the four majors. But it's a little bit different because you're at, at the highest level. You're going to participate in those major championships mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. At, in the other sports, you have to qualify to get into them it, it, based on your regular season play. One, one other point I will make, and it, it, it's another reason why, sadly, the oldest professional sports franchise in North America, the Toronto Argonauts, are done in Toronto. You know, they're drawing like five, 6,000 fans. Yeah, it's too bad. It really is sad. Yeah, and the yeah. product lacks. They're like six and five. And it's just everybody in this city, in this town, is just revved for the NFL. Like, there's just no looking back. Yeah. And it's sad. but uh, And I don't know what that what's going to come of that. But how do you, you know, how do you keep that afloat? With no support. I would imagine the demo for the Argonauts has got to be a fairly older group. Mm -hmm. Well, you're right. You know why? Because they still do well on television. People don't want to come to the games for whatever reason, but they do well on television. Well, again, because of a a demo of of men and women, but, you know, let's say... Well, guys my age yeah. can look back with fondness. Remember being at games when there was 50,000 people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, just quickly before we get to our emails today, I, I, there was another Live Golf event this past weekend in Boston. And uh, thanks to, uh, I think somebody, it might have been Fred Ball, somebody sent me a note saying that it was on CHCH TV. They haven't got a television network deal, but they, I guess they've got some deal with independent broadcasters. Anyway, so I didn't watch it on TV, but they, I went on YouTube yesterday, and I just did, I click, you can watch sort of the 30-minute highlight package of the tournament. And I wanted to not like it. I don't even know if that's right. I, I, I didn't, I, I went in thinking, ah, how good, I'm, you know, what's all the hype about? And I've seen little bits of it, but I watched about a half an hour of this package, and I'll tell you, it, do, it doesn't suck. And what made me think of it is, not that the PGA Tour is ever going to become the CFL, obviously, because it's the premier tour in the world. But there is a point that they're what they're trying to do with this league is to attract younger viewers. I'm going to say it. Younger male viewers. Mm-hmm. It just has a different beat to it. And well, I'll how t- can it suck? It, well, I'm, on what level could it suck? I mean, I'll, the competitive oh. level. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just explain. Yeah, it's not the same competition. It's a three round no cut tournament. Mm -hmm. And there's all kinds of, you know, I've said this to you before. when We've talked about it. It's not apples to apples. The PGA Tour, there are four rounds, two rounds you get. There's a cut. You have to qualify. It's got a a different kind of competitive feel to it. Mm -hmm. That being said, uh, they've signed a bunch of new players. And a lot of them are some really, you know, they got the number two player in the world. This kid, Cam Smith, who won the uh, British Open and. There's some really, really good players on it. Dustin Johnson, etc. He won, actually. He won his first tournament on the weekend. And when I was watching the highlights, I'm like, this is pretty exciting because the way they broadcast it is different than the way the PGA Tour broadcasts their thing. And what the Live Tour is doing is broadcasting it for shorter attention spans, younger men. And, and the excitement is pretty good. 
I'll just finish by saying that the DJ, Dustin Johnson, who is married to Gretzky's daughter, mm-hmm. as after the event, I guess they were all going back to wherever they live, California, in a private jet. And uh, there was a shot of Dustin and Paulina, a couple of other of his buddies and a couple of her buddies who were all like, look like her. And uh, it was just like food and champagne on a private jet. And I'm like, I don't think DJ cares if there was three rounds or four. You know, he doesn't give a shit. You know, he just won four million dollars as a first place check. And he's on his private jet going back to Cali. They probably had a mile high orgy. (laughs) (laughs) But have you seen this picture, Freddie? Me like life's pretty good if you're Dustin Johnson right now. Yeah. And, you know, and you watch it with a different perspective because again if i was flipping around it would probably be a while before i realized it was live or pga i'd just be watching golf you know what i mean and i imagine a lot of oh, you know no, the, you, around, you would know on right TV 11 on sunday and it's like like if i saw dustin johnson you know in, in competing to win a, uh, a tournament on a sunday you know i, I know what you mean the connection of- it, 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 I will say this, though. If you turn it on, you would v- immediately visually know it wasn't the PGA Tour. Just the way the graphics are, the way they, the way they cut it, the way the... It's, but I know what you mean. Um, and I think the last three or four months, uh, even my opinion of it's turned around because they haven't... It's a legitimate thing. It's, the PGA Tour is going to have to deal with it. Uh, anyways, let's uh, move on because you know what, you know what we do on Thursdays? Because it's the last day of the week, we do this. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. guys. Humble and Fred at Humble and Fred. Uh, What is our, I'm sorry, I've said it. What's our address? Humble and Fred at HumbleandFredRadio.com. All right, that's how you get a hold of us. And that's how we read your emails. This is from Zach Atelier. Okay. That's how we uh, pronounce his name. Heart health, although he spelled health wrong, but we won't uh, we won't worry that he missed the A. Uh, hi guys, I was listening to you guys take uh, talking uh, about heart health for guys your age. I am thirty nine and had an aortic dissection, a six centimeter hole in my aorta. <laughs> I know. Went to hospital just, with chest nothing but spell errors, but that's fine. Oh, it's something it's it's wild. Yeah. Uh, so he had surgery right away. If you have chest pain at any age, go to the hospital. Thanks, Zach. Thank you, Zach. Yeah, Zach Altilia is speaking the truth because I think he was having a heart attack while he was. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. He left out the L's in uh, in health and in talking, which is a weird thing to over it's like i was listening yeah. to you guys taking to heart heel heath. heath anyway well you he know, was I, just hammering that out really <laughs> you know quickly. you know and th- it's dissection is it it's not dissection it's dissection isn't it uh, i'm just laughing i'm laughing at the fact that some nice person pleasant person yeah. sends a note mm-hmm. and we have to pick it apart Hi like guys. the pricks we are it up. Uh, this one is from Cyril Viscount. Hello, Cyril. Hi, guys. He says, I'm back to work in the evenings. He's a school custodian. Great. So I'm glad you're back to four days a week. This was a, a bit of a theme that's come up this week. 
He says, as it's part of my daily podcast consumption, and I've been listening since the beginning through all the changes in personnel and locations. It's too bad you aren't together back in the studio because I think there's some magic there. And he uh, also enters thanks to at Continental Tire Canada for, uh, for putting up some rubber to support the boys. He finishes, like a lot of the younger people, cheers. Cheers, says Cyril. And you know what we say back? Cheers back to you. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, this is from our old buddy Ernie Pin. Hi, guys. Your conversation on tipping got me thinking about my recent experience at a Blue Jays game. This is very interesting. The Rogers Center has gone completely cashless, which means that every purchase there involves one of those white wireless machines. I don't mind tipping the beer guy when he serves me at my seat, but I refuse to tip the person at the food stand for merely placing a $6 hot dog on the counter. Their machine's default uh, tip selection is 18%. Just like I told you. Yes. And there is a no tip button on the screen, but if you select no tip, it doesn't work. Sneaky bastards. Uh, The workaround is to select custom tip, and when it changes to the next screen, add no tip. My opinion on tipping at restaurants is similar to yours. If there's no table service, (laughs) there's no reason to tip. Love the show. Ernie Pin. Uh... Yeah, I've noticed at the at the Rogers Center too. It's I guess, you know, those guys with the machines, those beer guys now, I don't know if they always shared their tips, but with those machines you would pretty much have to share your tip unless they you're assigned a number and they can designate your tip back to you or whatever that is. But, uh yeah. Same thing. If a guy's if a guy's slogging beer through the seats, I'll give him a tip. Yeah, no kidding. I get that too. But uh, you know, and again, going to the counter was my point about that. Really, yes. was the biggest point. If I'm coming to you mm-hmm. at a counter, or I've come to your restaurant to pick up the food that I've ordered. I don't know why I'm tipping you, but this thing, this new tip selection, starts at eighteen percent, and eighteen percent, as you know, is only two percent away from twenty percent. And that's one-fifth the cost of what you're buying. Mm -hmm. And to me, that just seems unreasonable to ask for that based on no service. Based on service, I'm fine. If you know 15 is the new 10, 18 is the new 15, I'm fine with that. Because Because I've gone to your restaurant, there has been, you've served me the food. Effort has been made. Like the guy who's slogging beer in the stands. That's a tough gig. You know, you're going to throw him an extra buck. Right it is. Yeah, it is. No doubt but uh, thank you very much, Ernie Pin. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hello, guys. Hello. Uh, finally, from uh, Jim Barnes, he says, hey, guys, I was surprised you'd never heard of Red Sovine. I'm not sure. I think I had heard of him. I didn't really know his music. He was the guy I played yesterday with the sad story about the little boy who was uh, handicapped, handy able. I don't know what you call him anymore. And a trucker. He was talking to a trucker. His dad died. It was a sad song. And uh, this guy says, uh, hey, guys, I was surprised you never heard. I grew up listening to this. Uh, this, my dad played studio guitar in this album. He actually had a fishing TV show, Red Sovine. I can't tell. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting mixed up. Did Red Sovine have 
I, I believe. Although a fishing I show? Was, I remember Red Fisher had it. Yeah. Or was Red Fisher a sports writer? But, I don't know. But uh, yeah, anyway, okay. So this guy, Red Sovine, he's all kinds of songs like this, and he's included another one here. Stand by. I got a Red Sovine. Ugh, I can't play it. It's just, it's in a different, it's in a different spot. Oh, here we go. This is more upbeat music from Red Sovine, everybody. I think it's an entire album about... I think it's from the album Sad Children. First first it was Teddy Bear, now it's Little Rosa. So Little Rosa's gone. She's passed away. Jesus. I had gone to visit a grave. Oh my God. Jesus, fuck Red. To the graveyard. This is like uh, fucking Gilbert O'Sullivan. No, I know. The grave of a child. Oh, now we go to a child's and grave. I don't have uh, the emotional capacity to listen to anymore. Jesus, Red. So I you know, stuff laid to work back then. Started to talk to him. You know, I guess. And during the course of our conversation. And during the course of our conversation. What is this the story? This one dark thinker. Just to <laughs> uh, do you want to keep going or should we get Because I don't think this really happened. <laughs> Wait a minute. You think he made this up? I walk in and I ask the manager. Okay, I can't listen anymore, Red Sovine. Please stop sending us sad Red Sovine songs. Yeah, one more here and just quickly so we can. Oh, yeah, hang on. Statement. Yeah, I'm so just going to make a social statement here. Yes. We need to make a social statement. Hang on one second, sir. Here we go. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi guys. Hi guys. This yeah, is uh, from longtime listener Jimmy Barnes. It's uh, Fox News. He said, a little early week musing from the fine folks at Fox News. He says, keep up the great work. I am a lifer with you guys anyway. And the, you click through to the story about them being um, sued by Dominion voting machines for $1.6 billion. And the story there is about that one of the women there that was just literally like Jamie Salah, just going on the Internet, just grabbing anything to support her argument and blurting it on the air. And it was all false. Yeah. By the way, this is the story I was referring to. Yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, quickly. Yeah. Also, I, and and Jim Barnes was the one who also sent us the Red Sovine song. So back to back Barnes emails. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, the uh, the woman is Janine Pirro, who was I guess a former circuit judge of some kind. She's un- she's one of the ones on there that's mm-hmm. unhinged. Yes, and the one that's going to ultimately cost them a lot of money. So anyway, the, the, the statement is, for anybody out there that actually thinks that's a valid news source, and I know they all have their problems, they all have their issues, it really is for morons and simpletons. And again, we'll repeat it again. The last lawsuit, Fox News defended themselves by claiming that nobody could take Tucker Carlson seriously. This is, this is how they defended themselves, and people still use that as a source of valid news it's uh, it's uh, too much to take it's too it, much to it take. is interesting though in the hardcore mega world the semi-fascists that are mega they have turned against fox because fox currently isn't supporting some of the agenda as much as yeah. they once did and i think 
I think connecting a couple of small dots here, it's because of things like this suit. Mm-hmm. Because they have been, I, and I, I, as I said to you yesterday, I said to you guys a couple months ago that this Dominion suit, and there's two of them, mm-hmm. might be the thing that starts to close the doors on this Fox News bullshit because it's billions of dollars. And even though, if you read the article, mm-hmm. Defamation is a pretty tough thing to prove, but they've got so much material where her, this former judge and a bunch of these Fox News hosts have defamed the voting system that is Dominion and it's cost them hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anyhow, thanks to everyone. Humble and Fred at humbleandfredradio.com. Dan Duran is uh, rejoining us now, but uh, there's a couple other things I want to get to before the uh, contest winners. Um, I think we, uh, Daniel. Yeah. Just uh, hang on to uh, the contest stuff. Uh, we'll uh, have you reveal uh, your uh, randomizing uh, your picks. Right. We have a few other things to do. Uh, we'll get to Dan's news. Did you hear the latest uh, from Red Sovine about Little Rosa at the graveyard? It's like, how did he get this fucking album recorded? Well, guys, I'm uh, putting together an album. Uh, one's got a crippled kid. His dad died. And the other one, we're going to a gravesite for Little Rosa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this, a, <laughs> is this a kid's album? Oh, yeah. The kids will love it. The kids hey, will love it. Did, uh, yeah. Hey, read that last, last record did pretty well. Can you think of something else uh, dark and disgusting and disturbing? <laughs> do you have a song? Hey, Red, do you have any songs about kids with lazy eyes? <laughs> do, you have, do you have songs about kids that have some kind of growth on their head that uh, all the other kids are making fun of? Isn't there some sort of banjo track on that album? <laughs> I don't know. I can't go back, Dan. It's too sad. <laughs> Hey, Red, my kid's got a limp. Maybe you could write a song about him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fucking Red Sovine. Uh, Fred, I know there's lots uh, of people that support this program, but would you mind picking out one of them right now? And, well, the uh, retirement sure. Yes, that guy. Yesterday, uh, Tim, a portfolio manager. Raymond James is a member of the Canadian Investors Protection Fund. Good to see Tim on the show. He's bouncing back from his issues, his heart issues. Uh, doing well, and uh, he gave us some more great information. You know, our ESPs, the education uh, savings plans that are available, he encouraged everyone to take a look at those because the government literally gives you free money. And when the government wants to actually give you free money, mm, you take, take it. it. Take the free money. All right? And again, it doesn't matter, you know, how much you put in, but you can get a return on that investment guaranteed. So look into that if you have someone that, uh, you know, is going to be going to post-secondary in the next uh, few years. That gem from the Retirement Sherpa, Tim Nimblet, uh, retirementsherpa.ca. Yeah, if you want to email, it's uh, tim.niblet at raymondjames.ca as well. Uh, Tomorrow morning. I will be uh, golfing, which I do occasionally, with our friend Rudra Rishi Maharaj. Uh, Gig Sky guest of the day, I guess, is Dan Duran. On these guest list uh, shows, guest less shows, we still enjoy the peace of mind that comes when we travel with a tap of a button. Gig Sky offers a 100% data plan. You know what you can use that for? All of it. Instagram, WhatsApp, FaceTime. Gig Sky's got you covered. Download the app 
Enter the code HF2022. Gives you $5 off your first plan. Or visit GeekSky.com for more information. Whether you're traveling for the winter or you're traveling for business. If you need a hotel, a rental car, or if you're looking for things to do, GigSky is the one-stop shop for data and discounts. GigSky.com. Dan, have you devised any kind of... Will you be... Uh, are you worried? <clears throat> well, should I get a bracelet? A Dandoran wears like a, one of those Dandoran things where I'm like, if something happens to me, you're alerted as my uh, next of kin. I'd be happy to be on the receiving end of that if you, uh, if you need that. that. Uh, I appreciate that. Something that hangs around your neck of some sort. <laughs> That's you right. So you can, like, a big, like, that was easy button, and you just sort of hit it, and then, you know, as or I'm, if you just I'm fall over. Here. Yeah, I fall over on that, the button. It's sort of, it would detect that if you fall, then, then uh, it will call. Well, if you fall, something. it'll call. call. Exactly. I, could, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Should we uh, hold out the suspense a little bit longer, have Dan Duran do the news, and then announce the winners of our content tire contest? Let's the audience through the next break. Stops it. Yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what was it? What do we used to call it's that? It's pre-sell to hell. We used to call that with dragging you through the stop set or whatever. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, pull through. Tease them and then pull them through the stop set so they'll still be there when uh, you come back. Yeah. I, I think about, you know, you heard me teasing some kind of goofy crap when I was working at uh, Easy Rock there for a few months. You know, do people really, did we really think in radio that if I said something at 6.15, hey, join us at 8.15 when we'll give away two tickets to the whatever. Did people, did they, did radio folks really think that someone was going to listen for two hours to win that contest? Or maybe people were different back in those days. Yeah, it was a whole different setup and concept. I, I, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day too. It's just, I never, ever, I just don't. It's just sort of ironic in twenty two thousand twenty two because you know back in the day it was like I don't listen to AM radio. Who listens to AM radio? You know when they still played music and then moved and then into the talk spectrum and stuff like that. It's like that's the only radio I listen to is AM radio now. Like, I just cannot, and I've said this many times, but it fascinates me that those music stations are still out there playing all those commercials and people are listening to them on some level. Like, what is that? What is that? Mm -hmm. Like, I just never, ever do. Do you? What, turn on an FM radio station? Yeah, to listen to music. I, I just No. It isn't and even, I, and a lot of that has to do with serious XM. Well, no, I was going to say it is. It isn't even. You know, I've got a couple of options to listen to music before I get to FM radio. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. I, I, you know, one of not the least of which is a hun- couple hundred serious channels, uh-huh. and and a th- billion songs if I so choose to throw on a Spotify playlist. Hmm. Well, they obviously haven't lost all their listeners. There's still a, a sizable group. All the good ones, Dan. All they've got left all are the anti-vaxxers. Well, they, they still like to, you know, get up and have a routine in the morning and drive in and sort of be part of a local community, understanding what's going on in their community. No, I, I, I get it. Yeah, that's, that's true. Still part of it. But more and more, you know, radio is it's not providing that local content that people especially in the outside of the gta i mean really local radio isn't delivering anything to those people there are uh, people that still uh, i i i'm one occasionally where i will mm-hmm. read an actual physical book mm-hmm. but most of the books i read are on my phone or on my computer i'm not saying that there isn't an audience for books there always will be but it's kind of like 
there will always be an audience for radio. It's not going away. But how FM will change in the next 20 years is going to be completely different. It's never going away. It's just what we hear is going to change. Right. Because it has to. Because you just mentioned, you know, yeah, for sure, being part of the community, excuse me, uh, listening to local traffic reports. But even that, Dan, if you were somebody living out in Burlington and you had to drive to downtown Toronto and it's 50 minutes, how much of that do you really need Buzz and Tenny in the morning? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you can get all the comedy you want, all the music you want, all the entertainment, podcast, anything you want on that commute. A book read to you long before you need the morning DJs to, uh, Mm -hmm. you know. What does it say in that song? Begin the day with the friendly voice. Well, I'll get, here's an example. You know, I was program director of two stations. What? And what? <laughs> really? In you April. were? What? So I, think, I think it was 2009, 2010. I can't remember. But there was a flood in Peterborough. And there was a few young people that worked at the radio station. They went right to the radio station to do what they could to report what was going on. This is just, just over a decade ago. And that was the spirit of local radio. So Yes. The local people could tune it in and actually hear what's going on. And, you know, again, a few of the young guys there. There they were. They took it. Their own initiative. They were on the on the radio saying, I'm at this street and this is happening, this street. And it was a, it was a great moment for local radio. 2022, that sort of tornado, whatever you want to call it, ripped through that area. Destroyed the tra- trailer park next to mine. A lot of trailers in there. As a little experiment, I turned on the two local radio stations that I used to be programmed mm-hmm. during Rump. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It was just music yeah. and voice track. You could not depend on them on any level for information on a storm that just came through and actually killed a couple of people. That's terrible. No, it is. It's just an indication of where we're at. I mean, the people radio. that died is mm-hmm. terrible. Not that the local radio has also died. Yeah, that's the biggest part of, of whatever the uh, big companies that have absorbed yes. all these stations. Yeah. That's the that's the the cost of that is a lot of them are voice tracked by people who are not even in the market. Right. Now. Well, it's two things. Yep. They've they've lost uh, a bunch of staff, but they've also lost whatever uh, initiative that mm-hmm. those two broadcasters under your wing uh, mm-hmm. took, and di- that's lost too. Because, you know, you don't really feel the same sense of community, if we can use that word, in a a radio staff like we used to. Yeah. So so just think about really that's their mandate. And they would go to the CRTC claiming we deserve this license because we'll provide this community with the information they need. And they and they just don't follow it of course it's like you know you talk about you know get me going on this bell the other day i'm sitting with my daughter and we're scrolling through the tv guide there and much music was seinfeld episodes back to back throughout the entire day wow and then the comedy remember the comedy network howard that was supposed to be young canadian comics will be showcased and they will and we're going to um and we're going to film like actual um comedy events and then put them on this service remember that Mm. Mm. it was nothing but friends all day long (laughs) so take those licenses away oh i know because they're top tier too they're getting sense in their defense comedy does run 
and finance, because I know through Stephen, they're they're still trying at some level to create and finance independent comedians and shows. But maybe they're they're during there the day they? run. I don't know, dude. Um, anyway, hey, by the way, are you all caught up before we get to Dan Duran? No, I've got to tell you about uh-uh. the change. Well, let's do that after Dan Duran. And now uh, here's what we're going to do. Dan Duran's news is coming up. We're going to announce our tire winners. Uh, I know you've already done uh, the dog, but let's do it again. Cursing during your commute again. Do you find yourself living at work instead of working from home? Couldn't this have been an email? When it feels like all that's left is work hard. You know it's time to play. It's easy to find your next favorite game at Bodog.net. Play free casino games, get poker tips, and check out the latest sports odds. Visit Bodog.net today. Hashtag make a play. And now here's to a family A hell of a guy with a hell of a one The quintessential anchor man His voice is nice and low Dan Duran, the anchor man comes As for credentials he has none Can't tell a headline from his fun But his voice is nice and low Dan Duran, the anchor man's here He's prone to falling off his chair But he's got a big wang so he don't care And his voice is nice and low my, My voice, voice is nice. nice and low. And now, live from some very fancy friends in the East End, where everything that Dan eats is served on a, on a board. It's just a wooden board with little bits of nuts and some cheese and little meats and maybe those small pickles that no one really likes, but they're all part of... <laughs> I don't like those, those sweet, stupid Gherk- pickles. Gherkins, dumb. The Gherkins, the Gherks. The Gherks. I, I like the Gherks, actually. Um, uh, quickly, a question, Dan. That little intro, that song there by Scary Pete, has, has your son Colton heard that? Uh, yeah. Does he ever comment he never on the, no, the, the legend that is my dad's pecker? No? Mm, no, I've talked about it with him, and he's like, yeah, whatever. You know, he doesn't well, you, How does that conversation go? You know, Colton... Uh, <laughs> Uh, your father has been gifted yeah. by the baby Jesus with a. Uh-huh. <laughs> These two jealous men acknowledge Not, it. <laughs> you imagine that, Colton. I know you think you're an only child, but you do have a brother. Yeah. It's, uh, it's any any kind of stuff I bring up with him. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. He doesn't really care. I, about I, I listen, man. You're a better. You're so much better than we are. You're a better person. You're a better yeah. man. Because oh, here's the thing: that. if me and Pleasant Man, if me and the Pleasant Boy there were, <laughs> if we were gifted like you are, it was. It's all we would do. It's all anyone. We would have T-shirts made up. You know, yes. it would have been. It would. We'd have coasters in the shape of our wieners. Colton, let dad, let me, let, let dad, your dad tell you, you know, uh, I'm a little friend whenever they, you know, they don't have content, they just lean. <laughs> it, it gets them through a show. That's right. It's, yeah. 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 It's kind of like a uh, tick. <laughs> Fundamentals of hosting a show. Have Fred and Howard have yeah. Dan Duran dick tick. Right. It's like Tourette's, but all we can talk about is Dan's dink. <laughs> hey, on today's news, on Wait, today's yes. news, all right, I have, uh, I have, hold on. It's a, it's multiple choice. I'm going to give you headlines, and then you tell me which one. You oh, want I like it. Okay, now with Dan Duran's news, giving. Oh, I like a fun contest. Oh, and don't Isn't forget, that, you choose the news. You choose the news. Like it was a bit we did. 
years <laughs> we ago. Did that back in the day. Oh yeah. my God, we've done so many back. bits. We're going back. It's a throwback. Yeah. So it's many throwback bits. Throwback Thursday. Okay. Yes. All right. All what right. Uh, we'll choose the news today then? Okay. So the Queen's under medical supervision. Really? New ref- new refund requirements for uh, canceled airline flights take effect today. New iPhones are dropping a SIM card. Bannon is doing his perp walk. And Michael Cohen doubles down on the claim that Trump might be uh, uh, blackmailing the, D- the DOJ. What do you think? Which one? Well, I like stories where we're talking about the queen being you know, kept alive for whatever reason. You know, although after although after watching Westworld now, I'm pretty convinced the queen's a uh, a robot. But it's that's fine. Yeah. She's a Westworld yeah. robot. Howard, I'm in the same position. I sort. Do I want her to die? I'm looking forward to her death just to see what happens. <laughs> just oh, yeah. what happens on the heels of it. You know, will Charles yeah. be bypassed? Can that happen? Will he say, you know, I don't want it, and hand it off to William? Mm. I just the whole. The whole rigmarole after her death is something I'm looking forward to. Oh. And I would like it to see it sooner than later. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I don't think Charles is going to be uh, uh, handing anything off. Did you? He's been, he's been absorbing a lot of her duties of late. Well, yeah, yeah and, and the weird thing is, is like if she dies, you know, he's already in his seventies or something, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I did see or hear that Meghan Markle and her husband is it Harold. Harry. Harry, yeah. <laughs> it would be funny if it was Harold, though. Um, <laughs> they've come, they're coming back or they're going back to England for a couple of charity things, and all the buzz is, is how are they going to be received by the royal family? Well, I, didn't they go and they were snubbed, apparently? Okay, well, I missed the part. I missed part of that story. Mm-hmm. How are they received well, by the royal family? They were snubbed. Are they well, is, that new, is that a new snub or just an old I, snub? I, I just thought it was uh, recently. I thought they were they were going over there recently. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, a, her and Kate don't get along. Mm. I'd love to see them fight. Mm. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> princess fight. Princess fight. <laughs> These two princes. Is there a, is there a category? Princess porn. <laughs> Uh, Dan, so uh, I don't know. And also, oh, by the way, the two brothers uh, are also apparently waiting for each other to apologize. Harold and Andy? Whatever. Yeah, those two guys. Are they really brothers? Are they? Yeah. yeah. Which one one of them has sex with Jeffrey Epstein and those guys? Is that Andrew? That's Andrew. That's Andrew, okay. The whole bunch of them. Oh, but Harry looks like the guy that was like her bodyguard or something. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Anyway, we filled out, I think, as much as we can here, except that doctors are concerned for Her Majesty's health right Mm. now. Yeah. Uh, And she's canceled. She's canceled some things. She's, what, 96 years old or something. She's canceled some stuff. You know, she's slowing down in her mid-90s. Well, she was supposed to do something. I think the last thing we saw her do was the uh, meeting the new prime minister. Yeah. uh, And she was there with a a cane. What's the new prime minister's name? Don't know. Can't remember her name. What's her new? What's her name, Mikey? Liz Truss. Yeah. Liz Truss. All right. What the uh, world needs, another woman in charge. We need that. Toronto Mike standing by uh, for you people wondering why all of a sudden there's Boone's voice. Mm. Um, Boone will come back in a second. So, Dan, do you want to do one story, one more story before we get to the tire giveaway? Sure, whatever you want. Okay, that, well, uh, I, you just that, pick that it, that my last, friend. That last one you mentioned, like how could, on what level could Trump 
blackmail the DOJ? What would he have on them? I don't get that. Well, this is what Michael Cohen had said, and Michael Cohen was uh, Trump's yeah, former right. lawyer, and he's okay. the only one that went to jail for Trump so yeah. far. Um, it's, uh, he, said, he said that it's all about him still remaining relevant and exerting the power of the United States as an extortion in the event you indict me or family members. If you indict me or try to incarcerate me, I have nuclear secrets that I have instructed some of my oh. followers to turn over to our adversaries. So whoa, whoa, whoa. Alone. What? This is what this is what Trump said. No, this is what Michael Cohen thinks that, that Trump, Trump is going is to doing do. Why he collected the documents? Oh, I think it's a bit of a stretch. He's that crazy. I'm. I don't know about that. Oh, he's that crazy. Oh, he I is that crazy. that crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So? Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's going to work. But I, I. You know. So he would say, "Okay, if you indict me, I'm going to give these nuclear secrets to that little creep in North Korea or something." Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or have some of his, uh, you know, his followers. So he wouldn't do it directly, but he would. Uh, so he doesn't already... care about his family, his son, Baron. Could no, he doesn't care about anyone. No, he doesn't care about any of that. Okay. He doesn't um, really. All right. I'm just I'm trying to. I, I, I have a, a clip of some audio here of Donald Trump Jr. <clears throat> if you give me a second. It's on, you know, you it, it, the whole group of them. It's not just his daddy. Like, they're all... Well, his dad raised them and, you know... Barely. In whatever way that was. You know, have you? did I tell you I've read some books about the Trump family? It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't... Uh, I wouldn't qualify as a great parent. No, he wasn't. Would you? Although he was uh, sexually attracted to his own daughter, Ivanki. You know, that's yeah. not... That wouldn't be hard. That's, yeah, well... Yeah, weird, weird, just easy, fun, ha, sure, jokes, but, uh, yeah, you know. That was a joke. Was it? Is it funny? Mm-hmm. Here's a little audio. <laughs> Here's a little audio of Junior. And, I, you know, like you say what you want, like the guy, either he's coked out. Oh, yeah. You might uh, let one rip. Oh, this is okay. This is what you're talking about, Joe Biden. Because, you know, can't put Joe Biden in the same room as someone. He might uh, let one rip. Guys, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is what stands between us and a nuclear capable China. Joe Biden is the guy they're going to call at three in the morning if there's a serious crisis with Russia. Like this guy is un, he's unhinged as well. You can tell he's impaired there. Oh yeah. Well, I'm going to play. That would be the type of thing where his dad could say, what the fuck are you doing? But his dad's crazy, too. But you know what I mean? Like, it sounds like he's drunk Mm -hmm. tweeting. You know, can't put Joe Biden in the same room as someone. He might uh, let one rip. Meanwhile, his dad's wearing a diaper. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, I don't want to finish this week. Been a long week this week. You know, I was here this Thursday. I don't want to finish it off in an unpleasant way. I, I do want to uh, get to the Continental Tire giveaway, mm-hmm. but first, I would like to uh, hang on a second here. I would like to acknowledge that uh, GoDaddy, that's what's happening here, that uh, once again, I want to remind you that GoDaddy powers small business entrepreneurs. Maybe that's you. Maybe you've been wondering, I wonder if I can get this business online without having to use my credit card. Yeah, you can start your website for free with GoDaddy today and try it out. No credit cards even required. Uh, there's no better time than now to do it. Find a domain, create the website, <laughs> excuse me, with GoDaddy. 
And finally, bring it to life with GoDaddy's free and friendly 24-7 phone support. They'll help you every step of the way. Uh, if you've been thinking about doing this, now's the time. Powering small business and entrepreneurs for over 25 years and servicing 20 million customers worldwide. Visit GoDaddy.ca to learn more. Group insurance and employee benefits enjoyed by 30,000 Canadian businesses. The Chambers of Commerce Group Insurance Plan has been protecting Canadian firms for over 40 years. That's right, 40 years. More than 30,000 small uh, to mid-sized businesses uh, choose the Chambers Plan uh, to protect their employees with comprehensive group benefits, including health and dental insurance. Making it Canada's number one employee benefits plan for small business. Go to chamberplan.ca today and get a free quote. It's marvelous. Chamberplan.ca. All right, Dan. Uh, We should bring in Toronto Mike here for part of this uh, ceremony. Oh, this is a ceremony? Uh, I'm excited, Dan. I'm excited. Let me see if this is, uh, if I can get some. If this is going to work here, so far it's not working. All right, so that's not going to work. This is where in the old days would show prep would uh, come into play. I did do show prep, okay, Dan. I tried to find the thing. Apparently, uh, apparently not enough to just all you want is a timpani here. I did want a timpani, but I've got something else queued up as well. Oh, okay. okay, smarty pants, smarty pants. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you big. Oh, I just told you, jerk. Big smarty pants, <laughs> smarty Alec. Uh, as we've been talking about, Continental Tire. Uh, proud sponsor of the uh, Drive Festival presented by Mobile One. It's on this weekend at uh, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park in Bowmanville. And uh, these tires valued at up to $1,800 to celebrate Continental Tires Drive Festival. We are about to give away three sets of these tires worth up to $1,800. They're amazing. They're the extreme contacts. Great all seasons. German engineering. Uh, superb grip on all wintry services, etc. And uh, Dan, from all the listeners, let's go through. Uh, it's Facebook. Instagram and email. Daniel, are you ready? I am ready. All right, here we go. From Facebook, Alona Smith. From our email collection, Jeff Newman. And from Instagram, Paul Henry. There you go. There we go. Congratulations to all. Enjoy your ride. Quickly, Dan, the three names again are... Alona Smith, Jeff Newman, and Paul Henry. There you go. And uh, thanks to uh, Continental Tire, uh, kicking off our uh, serious, our first week of getting serious. We had a nice contest. And I was very, uh, it was very nice. A lot of, a lot, you know, I'm glad we opened it up to emails because we got dozens of them. And uh, hundreds of people entering online. Uh... Thank you very much. And uh, what what it'll just be very simple. I'll get a hold of everyone, and it's convenient because we have numbered tire certificates. So I'll send them to you. 
They're not transferable. I mean, you can give them to whoever you want, but you can't like, because Dan made a good point. You can't just keep printing them and trying. (laughs) Dan, actually, it's funny because we had this discussion before the show. He goes, what about fraud? And I said, well, there's no way you can't just take these tire certificates. They have a numeric sequence. So I will send them to all our winners and then you redeem them on your own. And as I say, they're in a, a sequence that is unique to you, the winner. Okay? Right. Humble and Fred, where the rubber meets the road. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. There's Mike Boone. Look, everybody. Hey, Red Sovine, uh, quick note on him. He's like the first podcaster because he was telling stories for truckers who were on the road all the time. Like they would put on the Red Sovine songs and hear stories. Mm-hmm. That's what podcasters do now. Mm-hmm. Is that what we do? Because you know what? We don't know, uh, Mike. We don't know what we... We just uh, out here yelling at each other for 90 minutes. And the man, not only he played Teddy Bear, but he's got two number one hits. Like these aren't just like... A, like these are... Well, what would his number one hits be? Uh, Giddy Up Go and Teddy Bear, which I think is the name of that song. Yeah. The, uh, Giddy the differently up. abled child. Or okay. Whatever. Well, yeah, so that's right. Giddy Up Go is his, his other number one from 1965. Here we go. Okay, here's another upbeat tune from the Sad Child Collection. <laughs> the highways that wind and wander oh my God. over mountains Truckers. and valleys and deserts and plains. Uh, I guess I've drove about all of them. Okay, Red, you're Coast depressing the, the shit out of me. 25 years now. <laughs> Didn't he win a Juno 2 for uh, Daddy Beat Your Mother? That was <laughs> a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. That last night your mother and I had an argument. And I was drunk. And she took a swing at me. And normally, I don't like to hit women. But in this case, I was just defending myself. And now mummy's got... And now mummy has a black eye. I, I'm cut under my chin. But your mother... He <laughs> did really well for well, you. Gotta go visit your mother. <laughs> What's that, Freddie? You gotta go visit your mother. That's right. He did really well. That's nothing. Uh, What's that, Dan? I was just gonna say he did very well with a. He has a speech impediment. If he talked like this, he talks like this. Yeah. There was a time when I was like on the that road. Trump kid, you played a few minutes ago. Yes, there was a time on the road where your daddy and your uncle Joe were lonely in the woods, and so we played a little game. <laughs> All right, uh, Boone. And, and, by the way, to your wellness check briefly. Wellness. Uh, somebody better check in on me, Boone. Hey, well, I have I have a clip for you on that note. But Red Sovine, uh, he was driving. And he had a heart attack while he was driving. And due to the heart attack, he crashed into another car and died pretty young. Like in, in who's like that? Ready? Sixties. Red. Yeah. Red Sovan. We lost him early due to the heart attack he had while he was driving. Oh, yeah. so it wasn't alcohol induced or anything like that. Was well, they said heart attack. But okay, so Howard, I'm listening to you talk. Like you're in, you're living alone there, and there's no wellness checks and stuff. So if you don't mind, uh, if you indulge me here, I'm going to play a little clip of. Uh, Potential new sponsor of the Humble and Fred show. All right, man. Recently, when I became deathly ill, I was able to summon an ambulance. My next door neighbor 
my family and my doctor without picking up a telephone. I use this remote control to contact LifeCall, my 24-hour emergency medical response service. Watch. You just press this button and speak into the air and... I'm having chest pain. I'm calling paramedics and your family, Mr. Miller. I've fallen and I can't get up. (laughs) We're sending help immediately. All Mrs. right, Fletcher. I wanted to get her in there. That I've fallen and I can't get up. I've been saying that for like yeah. forty years. I think that's hilarious. I, mine would be like, "I've run out of slummy. Help me! I have no. I'm out of wonton soup." I appreciate <laughs> that, that Mike. Classic. That yeah. is that I've fallen and I can't. I've get fallen up. and I can't get up. That's that is. No, yeah. You asked me, Fred. Do I take my phone with me uh-huh. when I'm out and about in this? complex that i live in and i do mainly because i don't know if i did it when i first moved in but i've definitely thought over the last couple of years that if i'm on if i'm in the basement and something happened to me and my phone's on the main floor would i be able to crawl up three flights of stairs to alert the authorities i don't know depends what you do you know what even if i forget a heart attack or i fall and i broke my leg you can crawl with a broken leg. It's the head injuries you got to be careful. Okay. Like, broken leg, what if I what if I Bob Saget downstairs? You know, I bang my head against something. You guys, well, then you're gonna happen. die. Yeah, things happen. <laughs> Fred, Dan, I want us. We're gonna meet here the morning after Howard croaks, and we're gonna have a memorial like episode of. I'm sure Bob Saget had his phone on him. What good did it do him? He was dead. Figure it out. Well, I don't know. You you know, you can listen. Wait, you can say figure it out, but you don't have a solution. (laughs) Well, there is no solution. Yeah, there is. I'm gonna get a dial a phone if you're dead. I'm gonna get a bracelet or a a heart a monitor so that somebody knows I'm dead or I'm dying or come help me for crying out loud. And get one of those. My mom had one of those. Yeah. In her closing years, <laughs> in the last before she closed out, that if there was any problem, she oh, just you can hear this. Dan, Dan wants to go. Dan's done now. So you know so what, Dan's, Dan's got to go. Yes, take take shifts monitoring Howard. Okay, well, once so in a while, do you reach out and say, Howard, are you alive? Are you okay? I can so, add you to my bike, my lunchtime bike ride. I can swing by. I'm happy. Okay. So, so send Monday, me a note. Which, yeah. days, which, which, which days do you need checking? checking well, in think on. about it. I won't talk to you two because you're off the lake doing all your community lake things and watching and playing with your puppets and shit. Yeah. You doing, interact with more people in a day than we do. That's not true. <laughs> anyway, you'll be off. I don't interact with four people every day like you do. You'll be that's off doing stuff. So from now until Monday morning, I don't even think, are we working Monday? Yep. Oh, we are. We're putting a full weekend next week? No. Four-day week. The first four-day week. Jesus. Okay. Exhausting. Yeah. So I won't see you guys. No one will check in on me. I'm, I'm potentially having dinner with Charlie tomorrow night. So here's the thing. If something happened to me today, the first alert would be Rudra... <laughs> Tomorrow morning at 7, 4.30, Rudra would be like, oh, Howard didn't show up. He would text me or call me. I wouldn't respond because I'm dead. But he'd just probably think, oh, something came up. So potentially no one would know what I was up to until sometime tomorrow afternoon. Charlie, are we still getting together? Daddy, no, because I'm dead. So now we need to establish how long you a can network. go without a check. Yes. I so need to be checked in on like every hour? Every six to eight hours. Hourly? Look, six to eight, six hours. eight hours. 
On a yeah. serious tip, Howard, uh, your home is not for the elderly. Like it's 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 meant for a young person. You got the four flights or whatever. That's five you know, five stories. You, yes, five stories. Yeah. Like as you age, we might have to talk about this. Maybe we need you on a like a one floor. You know, when I, a lot of people wonder, like, Howard, where will your next move be? I'm going right into assisted living. <laughs> I am. Because there's some nice places. You know, there's a place up on Dundas. Uh, there looks like a really nice apartment. And it's assisted living. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could live there. You know? Expensive, though. Okay. So, patreon.com slash humble and fred. Assisted living. <laughs> that might work for you. There's places for people over 55. Like, seriously. As long as my well, there you wouldn't have to do any maintenance. You just go. You walk in there at night, sit down and eat your dinner with yep. all the other people, all the guys hanging out, all, watching some. There's bills. all sorts of programs like uh-huh, you can learn how to uh-huh. knit and crochet and shit when you're not golfing. You know, there's lots that may work for you. Exactly, because I've really felt like I could have used some assistance living for the first 62 years why not the last 10 <laughs> all right boon boon uh next week on the program did you is there any is i'm sorry did we miss any toronto mike uh the stuff we're supposed to plug no no i'm would just like to thank everyone who we had, we had over oh, i'm having trouble speaking uh we had over 100 people at tmlxx last thursday oh. at Grove brewery and it was fantastic beautiful night danny graves uh singing under the stars it was magic so thanks to everyone who came out for the event that's all what's going on next week next week monday okay so as everybody knows first and last days of the week are guest lists more humble and fred people are loving more humble and fred so monday no guest but tuesday jackie delaney is our guest on tuesday and then wednesday bill brio uh returns to the program and then thursday more ridiculous nonsense like today i I thought today's show was uh You know, I don't know how everyone else felt about it, but I fun. really, I really enjoyed it. It was a fun show, um, and people enjoy that kind of thing. Well, yes, good, they do. You know, did they we, oh, yes, I'd did, they, did we lean too heavily on Dan's Dink? Perhaps. <laughs> well, it's just, it's so nice having that go-to. It yeah. really, it's so I, I'm sorry, what's happening now? Yeah, what is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a... Uh, I'm outside, so there's you know Toronto traffic on the uh, on the go. There's some sort of you know construction truck. Dan's dink is a bit of a crutch for you guys. Like oh, it is, old. it is, it is. We admit it, <laughs> and it's a crutch for him too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's right. It is <laughs> a crutch. Fails when all else fails. Go to Dan's dink. Go wiener or go home. <laughs> <laughs> we're just being upfront. We're we're admitting it. We're not going to sit here and pretend. Oh, I know. I've been listening to you guys for oh. thirty years or whatever. Yeah, more. Uh, yeah, absolutely. When in doubt, if there's like two two beats of silence, one of you will go straight to Dan's ding. Absolutely. Who wouldn't? I just got a note from Rudre. He says, "Of course, I'd raise the alarm if you didn't show up for golf. If you didn't show up for the baseball game, that's something else because I'm going to a ball game with him. Oh, It'd right. be an amber alert if you didn't show up for golf." All right, listen, it's all funny, haha. But when the How Man is discovered with my entrails having been gobbled away by Stan, then you'll go, oh, this is what it was all about. This is what it was all about. Dan Duran, uh, we're all looking forward to September 17th, opening night for uh, your two hander with uh, beautiful yep. Lisa. And the show is called Con- Cons- Consequential. Constellations. Constellations. Yeah. And yeah. for information, go to the uh, Ye Old Peterborough Theatre Guild. 
<laughs> one time. Yeah, I'm sorry, old. What's it, what's it called? <laughs> the Peterborough Theater Guild. Peterborough Theater Guild. Tickets are going quickly. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping to make the scene myself. It depends on the, you know, very, very jammed up golf schedule. Right. Uh, Fred, if you like driving. And- oh, no, I would go there. Yeah? You know, okay. I would go there. I have no place to stay, but I would go there. I'll just go there. Sleep in my right. car, I guess. Yeah, you know how to do that now. I do. Uh, Freddie, what are your weekend plans? Um, I don't really... Well, I'm heading back up north, I think, on Sunday. Because I'm uh, entertaining guests for a couple of days up there. So, um, that's... Oh, and I'm uh, babysitting Dougie this weekend from Friday to Sunday. That's another thing. Dougie is uh, Fred's son's dog. Mm-hmm. Love Looking Dougie. Or to that, he's quite the character. <clears throat> he's quite the what? He's quite the character. Toronto Mike, what about on a forget your professional life, which is we all know going gangbusters. Um, <laughs> yes. What about the personal life? Have your one daughter. Your older well, I was going to ask Dan. Dan, did your son move to Montreal? Yeah. No, he's, uh, it's uh, October 1 he's moving. Okay. Amazing. So my daughter has moved into her uh, residence at McGill. So uh, I FaceTime with her and I get, you know, daily updates and she's having a great time, but I miss her. And uh, yeah, my my, uh, my oldest is in his third year of university. Amazing. Is, uh, Dan's <clears throat> and uh, the two little ones, they started school uh, yesterday was the first day because we had a PD day on Tuesday, believe it or not. Of course. And uh, they're, they love school. They're six and eight years old and it's the best thing. So uh, life is good. And I'm looking forward to like a weekend of just, you know, riding my bike and chillaxing and, you know, soaking up the last uh, few weeks of great weather. Yeah, the weather yesterday. Yeah, yesterday's weather might have been one of the nicest days of the summer. It was just magical. Very little wind. Humid. Hum- Excuse me, it's emotional. Humid without being, you know, overly hot. Right. Back to Michelle. Michelle's the older one yeah. in university. No, well, Michelle is the, yeah, she's 18. And yeah, she's yeah. At she's at university. It's interesting with dads and daughters. I remember I dropped Charlie off at university here in Toronto. She was going to OCAD. The residences were part of Ryerson. And that was a pretty emotional goodbye for me. How is that for you? Uh, bittersweet like because she's so like excited to, for the next chapter and she's got into this great program and she's so excited to be living in montreal and going to this great business school so like i'm so happy for her yeah but like, i'll miss her because uh she's you know she's so great with her two little siblings and she's like a fixture you know of the, the euchre tournaments we have all weekend and everything like we're really gonna miss michelle because she's so like a like a ray of sunshine so you know but she's back for thanksgiving and then I'm going to visit her in November, and then she's back for Christmas. And yeah. then next thing you know, it, it's uh, reading week, and then they're done in like April. So it's tell us more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go through. What about the rest of this school year? Anyway, it's I just remember it being a very emotional goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And then you just have to kind of, in your case, my case, just get your head around the fact that young humans in a university setting are going to be up to some shenanigans. <laughs> you just, they are. They're going to be doing the drinking and they'll smoke you some of the... You try not to think about it. You try not to think about it. They're going to be meeting boys and girls, whatever their proclivity or, is. Or you're one of those naive parents that go, oh, my kid would never do that. Oh, oh exactly. Delusional, delusional. Look, right. you just, you raise your kids to make good choices. So, you know, if somebody's drinking, don't don't go in the car with them. And, you know, you, you always use protection and uh, don't overdo it because people get alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, hope they have a good head on their shoulders and uh, hope for the best. University in Montreal, that, the costs for that is, is staggering. And oh, you, you know, I can tell you, you the number. Four kids. 
Yeah, you know, that's, four kids. that number is staggering because there's an out-of-province premium or something, and then she's on the residence, which is ridiculous. So yeah. I, I know the figure for what this one year of this business school, and business school apparently more expensive than like general arts degrees and stuff okay. like I did. So it's a huge number. But it's one of those things where, like, I've known this has been coming for 18 years. Like, I've been living right. my life. Like, I have four kids to get through university, and I know it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for right. sure. And shout out to the Sherpa, because those RESPs, just max out your RESP contribution every year. Smartest mm-hmm. thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the smartest thing. I mean, I, you know, I'm putting Charlie through OCAD, Spencer through a few different programs, George Brown as well. I mean, you know, it's not cheap, but it ain't, it's certainly more affordable in this, uh, land in this I was going to say this God-fearing land and it's uh, the best money you'll ever spend right what's the point oh, yeah. of kids if you don't give them that heads up there uh, I think I'm going to like I said I'm looking forward to seeing uh, I've actually got a cousin in town from Winnipeg I'm going to visit today uh, she is more around the same age as my older brother Charlie might uh, be over for dinner tomorrow night and I may play a round or two of golf I know that's a Shocking. I live, but I play a little golf from time to time. Uh, once again, thanks to everyone at uh, Continental Tire. Dan Duran, finally, three t- uh, our last uh, opportunity to announce. And by the way, I'll put this up on uh, Facebook as well. Announce our winners of the contest. Dan, please. From Facebook, Alona Smith. From emails, Jeff Newman. And from Instagram, Paul Henry. Hmm. All right, everyone. Uh, stay safe. Stay strong. Be well. Frederick. Mikey, Dan Duran. Right on, right on, brother. Right Dan's, right on. Dan's wiener. Right <laughs> we have a cast of characters. And Dean? Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm doing the show lineup here today, and I just wrote, Dan's wang is humble and Fred's crutch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and uh, if you deny, you look silly, right? You you accept, and what can yeah, you yeah. say? Yeah. There's no reason to deny. Because to deny would be to lie. Don't deny. This episode of Humble and Fred was brought to you by Bodog, Gig Sky, The Retirement Sherpa, The Chambers Plan, and GoDaddy. You can email us, Humble and Fred at humbleandfredradio.com, or you can sign up for your humble, humble wellness chat. For Humble and Fred, I'm Dan Duran. And remember, coming soon, Pleasant Man Fred t shirts and Halloween costumes. Clap your hands.